0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the 17th or 18th installment of the Dogs Basketball Podcast. We've lost count to this point. We don't care. It is officially basketball season. And we had a game last night we will get into. I'm your host, Nate Longo, by my co-host, Noah, there's Noah. Some good things we saw last night. Uh, some things, obviously, the team would probably admit they could clean up. But overall, a decent atmosphere. What's going on?
1: Yeah, it was a decent atmosphere. It was a decent crowd for a Tuesday night exhibition, early exhibition, one of the earliest in the country, I'd say. But, uh, yeah, it was a good time. Uh, There's some things, small things they need to improve on, which they know that. It's their exhibition. That's why we play these. But, uh, yeah, it was a good time last night. Got a lot of positives out of it.
0: Yes, we did. You're right on the early game. Because even us, we feel like we've never had a game in October. So it is early because even teams around the Valley or other teams around the Valley don't think are having one this month. If not, having one at the very end of the month. So it is rare to see. And yes, that atmosphere, uh, we had 4,087 fans there. So really can't complain at all. It says it is our largest exhibition crowd in the last 10 years at Vanterra Center slash uh, SAU Arena. So, overall, not too bad, Noah. The Dog Pound, we know, is pretty packed. And as we know with both sports, the Dog Pound Twitter account uh, has been doing a great job uh, getting students there. And it was packed to the gills, it looked like.
1: Yeah, it looked really good. We know they've been going full force for the uh, football games. And uh, they're doing a great job on their Twitter account. So, whoever has taken control of that stuff and leading the... There were several that were standing up the whole game, but we've seen some volleyball players look like some football players were down there. So it's great to see. We know the basketball has been coming out for football and stuff and volleyball, so we, I'm sure the basketball players appreciate them coming back out for them.
0: Without a doubt, and we will get into some quotes the players have. They tweeted a little bit of how much they appreciated it. But, Noah, in this game we had a feeling that most, if not all, would play in- 13 that were available we know trent and cash did not play they were dressed at the end of the bench or uh and sweats at the end of the bench and 10 scored of the 13 that play we know uh uh will and chris got into the game and didn't the game as well but noah let's let's get into this game because just a little bit some things that stuck out to us uh we know that when, when this thing started early it was just pretty uh, nobody scored. I think the first points we had were from the free throw line, but Noah, and that was by Lance Jones. So let's jump in just to, to every player. Obviously this is an exhibition. So we're not going to get as whatever as we would once the season gets going But some things that still got Noah and Lance, let's get into him hand first. He led us in scoring with 17 points. He shot 50% from the field and Noah, he shot everything from the three point line. <clears throat> we saw that he got us going didn't look like he was gonna miss at one point. He was taking a lot of deep threes, a lot of set threes, which we know he likes to take. And he did. He kicked us over those two or two from the free throw line. No, no nothing else but threes from Lance. What do you think of that? Because we know he's a great shooter, and we're gonna see a, him chucking up a lot this year.
1: Yeah, we the coming in as a freshman, uh mainly playing that point guard spot because Aaron Cook went out was he didn't shoot the ball a lot and uh didn't know how great of a shooter he was. And He's put in the work, and it's it's paid off big time. And uh, really enjoyed him at the two with Dalton Banks at the one. I really enjoyed that. So uh, it's something they've been working on, they, Lance said, and they can do. But, uh, yeah, it was a great job by Lance. Uh, watching him all night, he's shooting with confidence, playing with confidence. And, hey, watching him last night, I know, I know it's only an exhibition game, but he's he's – uh, he's he was not going to say this, but I think he's seen that thirteen all preseason. He's going to push for a second or first team. Yeah, I know, and the, how confident
0: he was out there, and the way he was, you know, he was handling the ball, he was doing everything, and then he was shooting all that well. That you had a feeling, or I agree with you. He he'll be he'll be on an all valley team this year, just depending on which one. So no, before that, actually, I guess we'll go back and look at the starting lineup. We had predictions beforehand. Not sure if we had it uh, the other day or yesterday, but or the other day, but we definitely, before the game, kind of gave our predictions, and we were kind of surprised a little bit. Not really. We had a feeling of who, obviously, could fill those spots, and Dalton and Steven filled the two spots of Trent and Cash, and you mentioned Dalton with Lance. we talked about that, that maybe we could definitely see that a lot, and Brian mentioned that they're still experience, experimenting with some of that stuff because he was asked about those two together. And, yeah, Lance seems like a prototypical two-guard, and yeah Dalton, who can definitely run the offense, did a great job at it, and then Steven – and starting five, no, and we had a feeling because we, we got a poster that they gave out during the game. And, and if you just like stare at it, you can kind of find some tidbits on it. It looks like in the middle of it that they kind of put the most important per se or just the starters. And now I think we can almost confirm the season he had last year and the status of everyone else that so we think Kyler's going to start. So it was Dalton, Lance, Steven, Marcus, and Kyler. It's safe to say Kyler probably will start the center this year.
1: Yeah, it's, it's safe to say, and he's, looks like, uh, struggled a little bit last night finishing around the rim, but uh, he did last year as well sometimes, but um, only shot two free throws, but he, it looked like he he's worked on it, and he's improved his free throw shooting, um, didn't have any assists last night, we know he's a decent passer, looked really good on the defensive end, and ended up with only five rebounds, it says, but. Did really well on the boards as well, and I predicted he'll he'll average a double double this year. So uh, nine and five in an exhibition game. So I assume the more he gets into it, the better he'll be.
0: Yeah, and I predicted that he was going to make all the Valley teams. That was kind of bold, but we know that because you're right. Because pretty sure we, I guess it was Brian recently that said how much Tyler's improved. He's gotten leaner and stuff. We did notice that. And Henderson State had a brute of a big man, down though a Division one transfer. We don't definitely don't want to butcher his name. Uh, but So that was that was a test for Kyler right away. It was a test for all the big men. He did a decent job. We mentioned how we would like to see him maybe expand his game a little bit, and he did look like he was strictly post. Last night was just fine because we'll, we'll get into here a little bit when we talk about the other big men of that. They're all different in their own way and all bring different skill sets. Then we can definitely take advantage of this year. Kyler only had 14 minutes was kind of sporadic with some of the bigs. None of them reached a big number. He was the most out of all the bigs and minutes. We took talk, we talked about Lance there. He had 24. But yeah, Kyler definitely, yeah, nine and five. Uh one for two in the free throw line. Yeah, it did look like his his form was different. So it will be a little spotty, I think, on bigs for free throw shooting, but we'll take that by year. He did have a block as well. Other ones to finish out the starting five 0 no, We mentioned Dalton he did not make a field goal in this game, but he was very active. He was spotless from the free throw line on the shot, two, But four rebounds, two assists, four steals, Noah. He was everywhere. He's in the passing lanes. That's what we expect from him this year.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what we expect. And if he continues to keep it up, he could be starting right there with Lance Jones all year long. But um, I was talking about him as playing that point guard. I was really impressed with him about that point guard stuff and setting up the offense and stuff, but – I was really impressed with the strides he's made on the defensive side of the ball, having four steals last night and having to end up with four rebounds. So he's doing it all. Uh, as we saw, we saw some spurts last year where he can do it all, and he's improved on that, and he's only going to get better. And, yeah, this uh, whether he's starting or not, he's going to do a lot for us. He led the team in minutes last night at 29, so uh, pretty good to see. We see his conditioning has worked out pretty well. I know Brian said he was one of the only ones available all summer long. Yeah, he definitely
0: looked huge. You could in the in the warm up line, he was throwing down crazy dunks, and he just looks bigger and stronger. And there was a point in the game I remember watching that he uh, he uh, he had a he or they switched, and he was on one of the big men. It wasn't the one that started. But he was on him, and you know you thought, well, maybe he obviously he's going to try to post up our point guard, but then Dalton is stocky enough. Do you think that maybe he def- he won't allow that to happen a lot this year? So kudos to him for being in the wavering in this time. We know Javon Shaw has done a great job with everybody. I want to mention too, actually, going back to Kyler real fast because it's reminding me that before halftime he had a buzzer beater on a tip back. So he did. So that was something that definitely stuck out. We didn't tweet about that at the time, but that was definitely a, a big play. Uh, and then Stephen, no, oh, let's jump into him. Uh, as we said, he started. He only had two points as well. He shot one for six on the field. He was zero for six to start the game. Zero for five from three. Uh, so actually, he. Would, he was going to be over 6 and 3, but his foot was on the line for his only two points. And he turned it over a little bit. But over, I think Steven, it, it, it's crazy to think about what he can bring to us on the defensive end. And then because we want him to keep shooting, obviously, and the team wants him to keep shooting because all of his shots are relatively uh, open. Uh, so it, it's good to see him actually knock one down, Noah, and obviously – We've talked before about what Steven's status could be this year, and Brian was asked about him recently, but Steven will be just fine, we think, and he'll, he'll make some he'll make those shots. We're not worried about it.
1: Oh, yeah, along with the other team, because I believe uh, in the first half as a team, we shot 7 of 19 from 3, and in the second half we went down to 1 for 7, ended up 8 of 26 for as a team. But we know those shots are going to fall for most of our guys. We know Steven's been putting the work. He's been He's been in the gym putting up 500 shots a day. He's working on his game, and – um, whether he's starting or coming off that bench roll, as we need him to, uh, he's going to be important down the stretch. As we know, we can bring him in. Uh, if any nagging injuries happen to somebody, we need to rest, we can plug these some of these guys in and we can start and we're not going to miss a beat because this team's deep. Yeah, and he's strong too. And you mentioned, yeah, if we had
0: a uh, an injury, yes, and he was able to fill in because he's a perfect blend of a guard and a forward to get it done. And we obviously, like we said, we know his defense. So, yeah, 500 shots a day, as you say. That's what Brian says he does. We know he's in there in the morning and at night. So, he's he's dedicated, and it, it's great to see. So, he'll he'll be fine with those shots. He had 23 minutes on the night. And we love Steven because we got the chance to talk to him at the open house, we've said before. And he's listened to our step before, and he mentioned he'd be willing for an interview, which we never got to do before the season. Uh, but he's just a great guy. So, we're rooting for Steven the whole, whole way through. And then, Noah, the big one. Really, even uh, you know, obviously he's one of our best players, and he is returning after they said a ten-month hiatus. Marcus Damask was back. Noah had twelve points, shot fifty percent from the field, probably from the free throw line as we know he can be. He was on trip or early triple-double watch to start the game. He ended up with eight rebounds and five assists, twenty-eight minutes. I know you said that you've been saying it since or before this game. He was going to go over 30 minutes and definitely is going to probably average over that without a doubt this season, 28 second. We had a feeling he was going to be number one. And Lance was out there a lot too, but Dalton had him beep, and no, what would you think of Marcus's return?
1: Yeah, his game, first game back uh, in game action, uh, really impressed. Uh, it looked like he was uh, sometimes uh, in the last couple of years, not when well, we only saw him 10 games last year, but his freshman year, a lot of the offense went through him. It didn't look like that last night. Uh, our our, um, our ball movement was really good, especially in the first half. Got kind of sloppy in the second half, but watching him do it all, he's a player of the year candidate in my book. Uh, he's that kind of guy that if he does, if he's putting up numbers close to what he did last night, I assume he'll score more. So if he puts up the rebounding, probably the most impressive thing to me if he and so – he could end up averaging a double-double and five or six assists. If that's what he's doing, that's almost a player of the year candidate, too. So, yeah, this kid is something special. We're glad he's back and healthy finally. And it's going to be a great to see him play the rest of the year. Without a doubt, and you're right, since he did lead us an assist with five,
0: that uh, if we see a lot of that from him, yes, we know he can rebound. He should rebound more. He is a strong kid. Uh, if, yeah, if he can dish out five assists and be sometimes during games our leading assist man, that's music to our ears along with the ability to score 20 points with these. And so. I'd
1: say uh, a couple – I'd say three or four of those assists are off offensive rebounds where he gets uh, long offensive rebounds and he finds a, someone down low for an easy layup. So that's the work he's doing on the offensive boards, which we did a really good job last night on the offensive boards. Yes, we did. And, yeah, I recall one of his assists. definitely
0: worked. Uh, when we had great ball movement, and uh, he was the one who finished and got it to Kylo, and that great one where we passed it all the way around the perimeter looked like Spurs basketball, but we know that's how Brian wants it, and that's how he preaches it, and we definitely lived up to it there. And then, yeah, one, you're right, we had a lot of offensive boards, and he had one that he tipped to J.D. for a layup to get his first SIU points. So now let's jump into J.D. because we believe he was the first one off the bench in the game. Noah, it was just great to see him out there. I mean, everything Brian said about him was spot on in terms of the way he runs the floor, how hard he plays. He could, he was dealing with that brute too, as we mentioned. So, it wasn't easy for a lot of these guys, especially when you first came back for a guy like JD. But no, he was running the floor. He was athletic. Thirteen minutes in this game, had those five points, shot six free throws, went fifty percent on that, and we noticed his free throw his free throw uh, shot was definitely, it's definitely different. And, but you know, when he, when he merged, when he missed his first two, we didn't think was that, okay. We'll see how this goes now and then to the, into the, and, uh, into the future. But no, he made a couple. So whichever way it goes in, it goes, went, goes in, but he also had a steal. So great to see JD out there.
1: Yeah. It's great to see him finally in person and in live action. Uh, him, Anthony and Troy were the first three off the bench and, uh, great to see his his effort is unreal. He's everywhere on the floor, offensively and defensively. Great screen setter on the offensive side, and his uh Brian, uh, I believe Brian was asked about it about his footwork and stuff. He's gonna be really key down this down this whole year and definitely down the stretch. Uh, to me, it seems like he's more of maybe a uh, a spot guy, situational guy, kind of as the big and you got Kyler starting so that those are great. That's a great one, two punch and you know, then you can mix in Anthony and sometimes Scotty, but yeah, it's great to see JD back and went 50% from the line. Uh, that's improvement. I know I only, and I believe in Juco his first two years. he only shot like 25%, which a lot of Juco bigs you see struggle because we've seen the two guys at John a shoot below that. So uh yeah, his form's a little weird, but uh, if it goes in, it goes in. He's been working on it, I'm sure, since, especially with this knee. That's all he, probably for the first couple of months, that's all he probably could do, shoot free throws or something. Yeah, you're right. And I'm, we remember
0: seeing a video when he was working with some of the coaches. Before he was full contact, I think they just showed an update video on the team and he was there shooting free throws with Javon. So, yeah. Uh, and when he was diving on the floor, he took a charge tonight. I mean, just great stuff, especially when your first game action – Back off an injury like that, and the, what he was doing—I think that's all natural to him. So if he like tweaks something, it wouldn't have been a total surprise because that's just comes natural to him to play like that. Just, nothing in his head was thinking, you know. I uh, probably should, you know. You want him to work hard, and he's out there, he's able to do that stuff. But
1: yeah, there's one he got—he got the ball down low, and he got fouled on. Looks like he was going to dunk it. So. He's, yeah. he's 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 110%, so he's looking healthy, and it's great to see. Exactly, and, you know, if he takes
0: bumps like that on the ground, we really shouldn't hold our breath at all because we think that's the shape he's in, you mentioned 110%. So, yeah, J.D. was, was tremendous, and this, his screening, he set a lot of screens, you know, we were, we were a big handoff team and, like, running like a Memphis form that we, we had in high school. It was a bunch of handoffs and all that stuff, so action like that to get... Things going, we know we're a good penetration team as well. So, yeah, J.D. coming in. If he does that all year, coming off the bench, because like I said, we had a film Kyler since he's been here. He, you mentioned Dalton being one of the few. Lance has been one of the few to be here and actually be healthy, that Kyler would definitely start. And if it's uh, J.D. first off the bench, would not be upset. Great job, J.D. So, now let's, let's go to our next big man, Anthony. He only played nine minutes in this game. We're not sure... You know, I don't think there's anything too deep to look into it reason-wise, but he was pretty efficient when he was out there. Eight points in those nine minutes, three or four shooting. Made his only three shot. He was one for two from the line. Only had one rebound. So he came in whenever, like, one of the other bigs needed a break. But, no, I mean, Anthony brings something we were going to mention here now, that he does something that the other two cannot, and even Scotty will get to in a second. His ability to not only shoot... But his ability to finish around the rim in a crafty form. We know Kyler when he gets deep in the post. You know he's he's so he's crafty with the ability to go over each shoulder, you know, get his elbow into a guy per se, or per se and float it up there. Anthony's ability, and we saw in transition. We mentioned uh, was one of the keys to the game, uh, doing good in transition. And Anthony, we said or well, JD was good at that, but Anthony when he caught a pass on a fast break. He finished on the opposite side of the rim, something obviously one of our, our other bigs can't do. So seeing Anthony is able to do that was tremendous. Knowing we know he'll be shooting good all year. So Anthony will be a pivotal part of this team.
1: Yeah, uh, I was kind of disappointed he didn't get more minutes last night. And uh, I feel like it, it. they worked well together down the stretch, and I'm sure he can do it with J.D., but he played great alongside Kyler last year down the stretch because we needed – that kind of one-two punch down low and against some teams. And I thought we might see a little. I know the Henderson State was a lot of guard-oriented, but uh, I would have liked to see a little bit of them playing together last night, maybe see him, see how he does alongside J.D. But, uh, yeah, he's going to be a pivotal key, I mean, because he can do it all. And uh, I'm excited to see what he brings. He scored his eight points in his nine minutes, so. Can't wait to see what he brings. I'd like to see him play alongside one of those two if they're in the ballgame at all times.
0: Yeah, and there was a time where he'd go to the scores table or he'd be right next to Brian and he'd tell him something. He'd go back and maybe sit down next to the other coaches about to come in. And, yeah, and he was active. He almost blocked his shot. So we know we know the other guys will try to block shots too, but he does it more athletically in a, in a, in a different way. So he'll be active on defense in that regard too. And we, and we definitely want him to shoot this year. Uh, and honestly, he might be our best free throw shooting big, so Anthony will would be a key part this year. Uh, now, no, let's segue into one of the young guys. Or no, let's, go through, let's go through Ben Harvey before we get to the other young guys. Ben Harvey, as we know, will also be a pivotal part this season. He had 15 minutes. He's off that spleen surgery he had. He looks pretty healthy with the long hair. Uh, two for five from the field, no five points. One of three from three, two rebounds. And one assist. Uh, but Noah, Ben, what we noticed with Ben, because he had, obviously he had the surgery, like we said, and his, his build back, because we know he's got freshmen behind him that kind of the same, obviously the same, like, position, so that like, can, like, test him. Because we know Ben has struggled at times on defense, and he did okay. He had some good contests yesterday. But offensively, no, we know Ben's going to bring it. And he had these open shots. He did make that one three. And then Noah, something we've noticed since he's been here, his ability to finish at the rim and take contact, extend his arm, get a nice layup. He gets that all the time. He got that transition. Noah, Ben Harvey will definitely be a key cog offensively off the bench.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He's a spark plug at any times. We saw what he did in that second half in in the tournament last year against Bradley. Uh, He took over. That's what he's capable of. Um, He's – He's gonna give you that extra punch off the bench he'll give you ten or so points every night and uh to me last night I noticed he did uh took a, he's he's gained a lot of strides defensively ended up with two steals so uh I was pretty impressed with that that's with the Brian Mullins coach team if you can't play defense you're not gonna be on the floor and he's he's taken he's taken that upon him and he's gotten a lot better I was pretty impressed last night defensively with playing with a lot of quick guards against on the other team so uh um, he's going to be key, especially, uh, obviously, we don't know what kind of ro- rotation-wise we'll see with the other two that coming coming off injuries, how they'll roll, but he's going to be a big key. We'll know, what, we'll know what we can rely on anybody any time off this team. But, yeah, Ben, I was I was really, really excited to watch him defensively last night. He's
0: improved. Yeah, I know. That's definitely, obviously, one thing we said about him last year and then obviously going into this year, and even when he had surgery and wasn't able to play, that he's. And the time he was able to play before the season started, that he was working on his defense, and he had good contests. And you're right, keeping up with uh, a lot of guards on their team, he did, he did do well. And he will be a key cog, like we said, and maybe an X factor this year, his ability to to score when we need it and definitely be the biggest scorer on, on the bench in that second team. So now, no, let's segue to one of the young guys that I think a lot of people we've talked about before aren't really talking about because you talk about the other two freshmen. And one being as big as he is in Scotty and Foster being a 2,000 scorer in high school, but Noah Troy, he is every bit of six eight ish, and he is huge. His arms are huge. He's a stocky kid, and we remember seeing because whenever we, he committed to us, as like posted a video of him, and he wasn't as big as he is now. Obviously, he's worked hard. To shout out to Javon since he's been here, but his ability to play make Noah and it, last day he was doing a lot of rebound, and he ended up with five and some offensive. And he had three points, one of two shooting, and he it says he didn't shoot a three. I guess his foot was on the line of the one he airballed, which was a, uh, a sketchy shot. It was in transition right in front of the bench, he was, but he airballed. It was right on line, But 18 minutes in this game, Noah. Troy will be a freshman we see the most this year, wouldn't he? Yeah,
1: I, I would say so. Uh, I'm not taking anything away from another two freshmen, but this is the guy that nobody's really. He was our best. To me, he was our best recruit coming into this year coming out of that class because he can do it all it's the type of guy we need um he will he'll do it all he'll he'll rebound he'll score he'll score some he'll assist he's a good playmaker he's a high level like basketball iq he's really good defensively very active and uh he impressed me last night he had a yeah the only really bad thing couple uh, a couple defensive mistakes and uh, a couple turnovers here and there, but uh, really impressed me last night. I was really excited to see what kind of – what will what we'd see out of the freshman. Um, we know him and Foster both played 18. Scotty only got about six minutes, I think. So, but, yeah, seeing him come off the bench was the first freshman. was really exciting to see. Um, I know he struggled a little bit in his senior year last year, but scoring the ball-wise, but he's active. He'll do it all for us, and – He's going to be key part of this future of this basketball team, and probably this year we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think because he is so big and
0: stocky that he'll find his way out there because he was rebounding, having these hustle plays, diving on the floor, and all that. we did see J.D. doing that, like we said, and then J.D. and I think, uh, yeah, Troy were the ones that stuck out the most with that. And you mentioned it wasn't so great as last year because we recall, Noah, he had to guard the other team's best big. Him and Scotty played each other. As we talked about before, so he had to do stuff like that. So maybe that's why, and maybe he's a steal when he gets here because of the stuff he had to do his final year, and he is here and he's doing stuff like that. Yes, uh, I, I do think we'll see we'll see more of him than the other two. But let's segue now <clears throat> yet to the other one. <clears throat> Excuse me. That yes got 18 minutes as well. Foster, uh, you know, obviously seeing you mentioned Troy with some of the turnovers, and it was the case with Foster a little bit. He had a block in this game, but Foster got comfortable the more he was in there because we we heard Brian saying his name. He wasn't in the right spots maybe because Henderson State was pressing the latter part of the game and uh, heard his name a lot, so he wasn't in the right spots, but he was definitely itching. He really sat in the corner the whole time offensively, ready to shoot because I'm sure that's what they want him to do and that's what he does best. So Noah, he, he didn't score. He shot three threes, four shots overall. We mentioned that block and he had a he had a key rebound. His only rebound, we believe, was one tipped off the rim and where everyone was looking at him, but he tipped it to whoever it was, and then he passed it to a guy for a layup. So we mentioned his comfortability as the game went on.
1: Yeah, it's it's um, especially coming in, uh, not playing in a crowd like that or arena like that probably in a long time, uh, especially coming from high school and stuff. But, yeah, it's great to see he's uh, – we know what he was in high school. He averaged over 30 points a game. Um, he has a he's a great stroke. His form is beautiful. His shots will fall. I know he was 0 for 4, but it'll fall more the year than probably a little nerves. But yeah, those those shots are going to fall for him, especially with a lot of other guys too. But not worried about him. It's exciting to see. We're excited to see what he's made of. But I think I believe Marcus Marcus was asked last or yesterday about him, and he said. Um, he was talking about it, and he said, those shots are going to fall. I want him to shoot it every time because we know what he's capable of. So uh, he, the whole team's got confidence in him. We got confidence in him. We're not worried one bit about his struggle shooting. But, yeah, defensively, that's the key to him. Um, he's not as well developed as Troy and them are on the defensive side of the ball, so that's something he'll probably have to work on. But we know he's a hard worker, and he'll get back to it. So excited to see what – Minutes he plays this year, if he plays at all, because we got a deep team. But um, like Brian Mullins Lance says, he's strengthened numbers, so we'll see what happens.
0: Exactly, and I think we could see Foster a lot at the end of games. We know we'll have a lot of them where you'll need a big shot. Maybe if there's one point, you know, he does the thing in the in the uh, in the dog pound with his players, and he asks them what's .5 seconds, and he said it's something you got to make a decision with with that much time with the ball. And I can see. Foster being in games in that sense, off a screen or something, to get a quick shot up for a three or something if we need him. I can see him in those situations, and I can see him playing some this season. I really can, you know, barring it just without injury involved, that I could see him in there, a spark offensively, I could definitely. So you're right, he did have a nice shot. So we do want him to keep shooting. Yes, if something that you do best, Wanted want to keep it that way. And we talk all this about, you know, who played it tonight, but then we think about adding – can't wait to see Cash play. You know, we won't see him obviously Saturday. We'll see him in, when he makes his homecoming to Little Rock on the ninth. Can obviously he does We know Trent is what he is in a shooter, and he's bulked up too, so maybe we'll see Trent expand his game a little bit. So yeah, that does hurt these freshmen in terms of playing, but I think Troy definitely and Foster will see a lot of time. And then Noah's segue now to the last guy of importance that played. We know what we said Will and Cross got in. But Scotty, you know, he came in. And he kind of got in a lot of uh, situations with players like some uh, scrums a little bit and just backed off or whatever. So he, he was definitely wanting physicality in this game, and he's every bit of physicality. He had three points. He shot once, and that was off an and one from Lance he shot. He made his free throw, uh, didn't rebound, but he got an assist and then one block. So Noah Scotty's every bit of how big he is. And he's definitely a work in progress, but we cannot wait to see what he can become. He had a monster block.
1: That that block was monstrous. Yeah, it's a volleyball style block. He spiked it into the fifth row. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what this kid can do. We know he only played limited minutes last night, but his his effort is there. And knowing in his six minutes or whatever, picked up three fouls. So uh, um, he's still a little bit raw, but he's a develop. He, uh, we'll, we're going to develop this kid. And he's, he, He'll turn into something special. But I, w- I was uh, happy what I saw on him last night. He had some decent defensive rotations and uh, excited to see what he can do. Uh, and it was zero rebounds. I don't know how that happened, but uh, didn't play a lot. So, But this team can rebound, so we're not worried about it. But, yeah, excited his block, his, his defense is going to come. Then on the offense – if he's posting, we gotta we gotta look into him a little bit more. I know we missed a couple post ups by him last night, but yeah, excited to see what he can do in this the other two freshmen. Without a doubt, Scotty. I think
0: we've talked before how maybe he might come into the game if you have to foul somebody or if you're reliant on a big defensive side. You're right. He was moving his feet well. He was good on deep running the floor. Yeah, four minutes not a lot of sample size there, but he was active almost every single time the ball was around. We mentioned the and one, the block and his defense and his being in these scrums. So If he brings that physicality and just his athletic ability in general. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think we could definitely play all these guys in certain situations, non-con, especially like Austin P I expect to see a lot of players too. You know, those are the games that count. You don't want to, in general, you want to play the ones you know you can win with, but we, we know we can win with these three freshmen. And yeah, so uh, four minutes isn't enough sample size. He spilled a lot of people, and vice versa, people spilled him. We do have four big. so like I said, none of them really, none of them reached fifteen minutes. Kyler was the most with fourteen. So, yeah, we're, we're definitely excited for Scotty's uh, upside, without a doubt. Uh, no, we know, like we said, Will and Chris got into this game, didn't shoot. They only got two minutes apiece, but we know uh, the relationships they both bring. Uh, which is vital in and of itself. So I mean, maybe when we, if we blow people out this year, we'll see them in games. So still great to have those guys here. We mentioned how uh, uh, old boy from Benton, Reese Johnson. Reese Johnson. He's not on here, obviously. So uh, only those two walk-ons. And um, you no, know, we wanted to mention, because obviously we know we've talked. It's been a long time since we officially talked about it. Saku, so, uh is not playing, obviously. He's in warm-ups and street clothes, and we know he's on the team taking a year off. But he's he's practicing, we know. And he sits over on the bench knowing he looks like he's in great shape. And it, it's we're curious and we're wondering why he's taking a year off for a lot of reasons. We know he hasn't been home in a long time. Maybe he's just got to get his head right, in a sense. And it's great to have him in practice, to have another big body to go against. No, he looked great. He could suit – he wanted to. He's not going to, but he looks great enough that he could play probably. Yeah,
1: well, uh, we've seen uh, practice videos where he's working with the bigs in practice with a with a pad, and he's um, roughing them up a little bit getting them ready for the season, making them finish with some contact. Uh, yeah, he looked really good. The injuries he's been through already through his career and not be able to go home. He's been through a lot, so uh, probably just needs a, a – some time off to see what he actually wants to do, what his future is. And uh, I'm sure he's working in the classroom so hard, so I'm not sure what he's going into or what he wants to do after college. But, yeah, he looked great last night. I turned to you and said he looks better than I ever seen. But, hey, part of this team, he's part of this team still, and we're going to take him and what what he does in practice for us. And uh, he can still – he knows what it is like to play in this conference, so he can give tips to Scotty and J.D. So, I'm glad to have him. Still still glad he's looking like he's still part of this team, so I'm glad to see that. Yes, and we know he's been here a long time, and you're right. He could be a, a
0: voice in the ear of these young bigs, especially Scotty and even J.D. Obviously, coming even though he's been here, it is great. We love we love Shaku, and we said, yeah, he has been here a long time, so he's been sticking with him. We, we definitely respect that. So, yeah, no, we uh, – we only won by 14. There was a late three at the end of the game. We know Brian mentioned he wanted to keep them maybe below 50, so we won 66 to 52, and uh, we re- we pushed to lead the double double figures within the first seven minutes of the game. Obviously, we never trailed, so it was one of those games. We knew Henderson State was a quality team. Their best player uh, didn't get going until the second half, so that's where maybe some of our struggles happen. And we we hope that along the way that we can make adjustments to where we have a better second half than first. And if we had a good first half, that means we have a better second half, which means we win a lot of games. So hopefully that changes and, you know, coming out flat in general and the turnovers and stuff we said. So um, let's get into or Henderson stay. What, what, what did you think of the Reddies last night?
1: Yeah, they were a quality Division II program. They had some good, solid players. You know, they had a couple of D1 uh, transfers and a couple of Juco guys in there. Um, like you said, Malik Riddle didn't get really go into the second half, but, uh, yeah, they were a decent ball club. They'll probably be in the mix for the division two tournament. Um, like Brian said, so yeah, they were, they were pretty solid ball club. Uh, they ended up with too many points off turnovers, 16. We ended up with 15 turnovers. So we're going to have to clean that up. But, uh, yeah, they were a decent program. Their coach is doing a good job with that team. And, uh, Hey, we, it was a win last night. I know it doesn't count, but they tested us, and that's what we wanted. That's why we schedule a team like that. Exactly. And, yeah, good getting into
0: this uh, uh, team stats overall, we beat them in every stat. They had less turnovers than us. Uh, we had more paint points, something that sticks out. We know we're a paint team. We're also a three-point shooters. That's why we think we're going we to have a good year because we were all the way in and out. We're a good team. Uh, and obviously, o- overall, yeah, it, it is. And Brian will say here, it's a tale of two halves. Yeah, we shot we shot 45% in the second half, but 11 less shots. You said earlier, 1 for 7 from 3, and we shot 7 of 19 from the first. Uh, missed 5 free throws in the first half, 5 of 7, 14 of 21, not bad, 67%. Not good. Yeah, we would definitely would like that to be in the 70s and 80s. We know that, you know, a big reason. Uh, J.D. shot 50% himself, so he was a big part of that. Troy missed a couple when he is. So yeah, we expect, we know a lot of these guys will make their free throws all year. So we'll be definitely that's something because obviously free throws are a vital, important and vital piece of the game. So uh, overall, yeah, we'll clean up a bunch of stuff and we'll be ready to go. So some quotes here from the squad. Uh, I mentioned, yeah, Brian said it was a tale of two halves In the first half I thought guys were really focused and the ball was moving offensively. Defensively, we were taking away the paint. In the second half, we turned the ball over a lot, and that gave them a lot of opportunities. It's a lot of great film that we will be able to watch, show our guys, and get better from it for the season opener versus versus Arkansas Little Rock. And then they mentioned, because we were going to mention, what the players and Brian thought of the atmosphere. And before that, Brian said, I want to thank the community and the student section for coming out. It meant a lot to us. It was a great atmosphere, and our guys were so excited to put on the jersey and play. They love this place. They want to represent it the right way. I'm proud of how the guys competed. No, we know Brian preaches it a lot here, and we know Nick does for football, that the players do love this place. And that's always music to our ears, especially when they – because Brian mentioned how, you know, take advantage of every time we're able to put on the jersey – and you know, obviously they preach all the time the historicness of our of our program and stuff. And it, it's great to see these players acknowledge it. And obviously, if you you know, you'll find that a lot of places, some places, not maybe the big places because they're there to get to the next level. But especially when you're at our level and the way that our community does love this place, and it's great to see that he says a lot that the players love playing for us and love the atmosphere.
1: Yeah, the. We know it was a Tuesday night and only a smaller, decent crowd last night. But the atmosphere was pretty good for the type of crowd we had. And we know that's only going to get better. We know it was a Tuesday night and an exhibition. But we're sure we'll get over to the six, six, seven thousand mark once uh, regular season starts. And we open up with a win at Little Rocks. So we'll be 1-0 coming to that home game. But, yeah, this, this community is excited. Uh, it's like Brian keeps repeating, like Nick Hill keeps saying, it's a great time to be a Saluki. All the sports are going. We keep repeating it, but it's great time to be the Saluki. But in this fan, this community, we're gonna there's gonna be a lot more people wanting to see this basketball team, and it's exciting to be part of. And it's a great time. And the players keep saying it. They're, uh, I believe Marcus said it last night. Um, the atmosphere the way it was it's easy to come out and play hard for these guys so they want to put on a show for us and they want to not only we want to win but they want to win just as mo- just as bad so uh it's great to see yeah he preached how awesome it was lance said it was amazing it's been a long time coming we were focused
0: on doing well for the fans since it had been so long yeah it's been 608 days around that i think he said that the other day so it's around six it was around 609 610 days which is crazy as we mentioned on the other pod, it's been since their first year, Barrett Benson uh, was here, and obviously all those guys since we were at games. So we know we were able to make uh, Arch Madness this past year, so that was great. But nothing like being at the home – nothing like being at Bantara Center because no other – some quotes are off the app that says – know, obviously it's been a magical place for us over the years uh, from the winning streaks and the 61-1 we were from '02 to '06, And then recently we had a 10-game home court winning streak – and the last season was fans two years ago. So, you know, it is great to have these guys back and Brian, a quote to end it here. The home court advantage is so important. When you get into Valley play, it's such a huge advantage. The guys feed off the student section, they feed off the community and they feed off the SIU champ. It's part of what makes this place so special. And even though when we fast forward here, thinking about Austin P coming in here on the, uh, whatever day it is, the 12th that, um, because even I've had people ask me alumni that I know of when their first home game is. Maybe they're wanting to make it. So I think we're we can expect a bigger crowd, obviously, when the games count in that Austin P game. But uh, until then, we'll definitely be because uh, yeah, and that's that's a little over two weeks from now. So people will be building up, and that is a Friday night. So hopefully, people more people will show out. Uh, so Noah, let's let's do end it here on our opponent on Saturday, IPFW. Uh, obviously, no fans know anything, but what do you know on them?
1: Yeah, uh, Indiana, Purdue, Fort Wayne, that's what they are. They were 8-15 and 15 last year. Um, the Horizon League, they play in the Horizon League. The the preseason not, not out yet, but um, they're picked in the bottom half probably in that league. Um, last year, they were finished fourth in scoring and shooting the league best 40% from three. So we'll see that, but they're pretty bad defensively. Um, they get four starters back, and they got a key transfer in Damian chong from Mount St. Mary's, who we remember from the tournament watching Mount St. Mary's last year. So it's going to be a decent test. Um, we know, um believe, we let Henderson State in and shoot a lot of threes, but they ended up 6 of 12, so for 50%. But uh, we know we had some defensive issues from three last year, so um, this will be a good test. We'll see where we're at. Um, like Brian said last night, where it's a, a it's a chance to improve from what we saw last night and uh, probably get more things on tape. I'm sure we'll record that game as well. So hopefully Todd or somebody that knows somebody on the team gets a score. See what we, see what we do against this team. And this is a decent test for us, getting ready for Arkansas Little Rock.
0: Yes, and we were going to mention yeah that hopefully. Uh, Todd or anybody else does give us at least a box score at the end to see uh, what would happen. We don't know if Cash and or Trent will will play in this game. We know they'll be ready for the opener at Little Rock, but we don't know if they'll play on Saturday. So it'll be interesting. If, if we can somehow win without them or with them, either way would be nice. So hopefully we find that out. So I don't think the next time we will be on here would be, unless there's breaking news, that we will preview Little Rock around November 8th, the day before the game. And we know, obviously, we said – Cache-Cupet, that's where he just came from and spent a lot of time there. So it'll be cool to see him. Maybe he'll be playing with not really a chip on his shoulder. He's got really nothing to prove because his time there was over. But uh, it'll be cool for them. Hopefully they recognize him as well there. So And hopefully they put that game on TV, which we're looking forward to. So, uh, Noah, final thoughts.
1: Yeah, uh, exciting to be back. It's basketball season. We know we're in full force football season. We got an important game Saturday for football but it's great to see it was great to see the team last night. Um the bench points for me, a lot of bench points 24 for us last night. The bench is going to be key this year. We know we're deep so and they they keep talking about filling that place up. Yeah, we know, I remember going out over there as a kid that we want to we want people to fear coming into Carbondale and when that dog pound is rocking and full and the crowd is loud, it's the players feed off of it and then it makes our team better so can't wait till that first first game against Austin P at home. Um, can't wait to see what happens this weekend, see if we can find out, and waiting for Little Rock. Yeah, that Austin P game will will be the Charles Hellenic tip-off
0: classic that we have. seems like every year, and yeah, you mentioned the old arena. There's nothing like it as a kid, you know, with those wooden bleachers almost falling through the cracks, it seemed like I would always just from a – just thinking about it standpoint. And we know the place they built – uh, the renovations for it now are tremendous with the pictures all around it and the nice concourse. They, they need to add to those pictures at some point we keep saying. So not a lot of changes to the arena itself. It is great to be back. It's great to see how these pieces will fit into this puzzle. It's nice to see all these guys for the first time. Like we said, we can't wait to watch how cash plays because we know he'll be a pivotal piece. So yeah, we'll, we'll be, we'll let people know if we see anything and we'll retweet box scores and we'll cover how this Saturday day game went whenever we, Preview Little Rock on the 8th. Like we said, barring any breaking news, we won't see you guys until then to preview that. Uh, so don't forget to follow our Instagram, Dogs Podcast. Once again, our story is always hopping with stuff that we got. So uh, great part of the day. Can't wait to see this team this year. So for Nick Malone, no alerts. Until we talk to you guys soon to preview Little Rock, go Dogs.